You're listening to Lloyd's and Lincoln with your hosts, Ramel Lloyd Sr. and Ramel Lloyd Jr. All right, welcome back into Lloyd's and Lincoln. I am Harrison running the ones and twos. We got the host from Lloyd Sr. and Lloyd Jr. both in studio as always every Sunday from 11 to noon. Be sure to chime in. And uh, again, you can always catch the podcast. Go to ticketfm.com, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast up. Just search it up. Lloyd's and Lincoln, KNTK, 93.7 The Ticket. It should pull up right on top for you. But I want to ask you guys this because we're talking a little bit over the break. I know Ramel Lloyd Jr. caught a little bit of it. Rock Lloyd, did you catch any of the Miami meltdown versus Georgia Tech yesterday? No, we we didn't. I didn't catch. Well, Mel showed me the highlights. So we like last night, um, we we was having dinner and just turned the YouTube on, and then we just kind of caught up on all the football, just in the little ten minute highlight stuff, and we watched a little bit of it. I mean, we we really I watched Miami um, and interested in Miami because of a young fellow. What was his name? AJ. Yeah, AJ. AJ. AJ, um, you know, and Mel are pretty, really close friends. So, you know, I take a liking to watching and seeing what he was doing. But, yeah, that's that was pretty bad from what you explained to us. That happened. I, that's, that's, that's a tough situation. I mean, I, the offensive linemen, some of those guys were crying after the game. Because, again, like, yes, we understand it's the middle of the season. But you, a loss like that kind of takes you out of the picture. Yeah, for playoffs. Sure. Especially when you're like a fringe mm-hmm. top ten. They were number seventeen though. Just going in. I know, yeah, but they, they needed to win this to keep going up they because they don't have any yeah. like big wins. Yep. Yeah. They beat. Did they beat A and M? Was it? Yeah, uh, I think so. It might have been A and M. Let me let me double A&M check. A and M was their, big, so their best win, and A and M's not ranked right now. So mm-hmm. they were ranked when they beat them though. From early in the season, they might. They may have yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. So the the way it started out for these guys this season, uh, if I can actually get to the top here. So, yeah, they, they did have a good win against Texas A&M, and that was by far their best win. Um, otherwise, like you said, light scheduled. They played Miami, Ohio, easy win. Texas A&M, they'd win that one, 48-33. Uh, BCU, another easy win for them. They beat Temple pretty handedly. Yeah, and then Georgia Tech. The thing is, though, why they needed this game, kind of what Ramel Lloyd Jr. was saying, after this, you're going to get an attempt at number 14 UNC. Another ranked opponent. And then you got a bunch more layups. Clemson respectable, though. Uh, actually, man, to be honest, the way this season's scheduled out, they, depending on how these other teams play, they could have a chance, but it would require Florida State to keep because they got them left on the schedule and they still got Louisville, who we just saw take down number 10 Notre Dame yesterday. Yeah. Okay, so they, they definitely wanted to win this to go on with yeah. momentum. They didn't want to lose this before that stretch of games. Because, yeah, I mean, if they win this one and they continue to win out, maybe you take one bad loss to, like, a Florida State. But as long as it's close. Like, yeah, that's but it's a, Florida State. That's yeah, a different loss, Legit right? argument yeah. to be in the and, – and after a loss like this. I mean, that's got to be one of the biggest meltdowns I've ever seen. And being a Nebraska <laughs> fan, that's hard to say. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Don't be dogging the boys, man. There hey, we got go. a win Friday. Win <laughs> Friday. Go. Yeah, let's, cel- let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. I want to ask you guys, though, what is the <laughs> biggest – have you witnessed, like, a – meltdown whether coach or player you don't have to name the name if you don't want to that i I can't think of any off the top of my head okay you can't think of any no i can't (laughs) okay no oh oh, i won't say nothing this and he said he can't think of any but i got the ben simmons meltdown in my head ben simmons yeah Yeah, ben simmons is like 
a meltdown in a game or just a, like a just career? overall like no 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 like a, a time a moment a series oh, a game i don't want to say it yeah. no i'm not going to say the one i know okay well <laughs> yeah, i know yeah. i know we're thinking about the same one i it's don't think we are though I, I guarantee it. If there's a way to say it without it, dropping names or schools, I mean, talk about is it. Is it NBA or is it? Uh, well, I was. It's NBA. Oh, you're talking it's about LeBron. It's in the finals. Oh yeah, yeah. I see. I was thinking about the same thing. I know you were thinking about the same thing because <laughs> I not, know that's why you said you ain't want to say. No, it. there's gonna be no Bron slander coming from me. I understand. So. I understand. I, I won't. I, I still didn't say it. You said it, but uh, I don't know what that was. But that was probably. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the most negative time that you've ever seen Bron basketball wise. Maybe. Ever? Yeah, it was it wasn't fun to watch. <laughs> Look, he's still sad about it. Because <laughs> think about it, that's five chips if we didn't yeah, sell that would have been that would have been the fifth one. Yeah, I don't know. What was that's going that's on whenever there. I argue about like LeBron. That's all people bring that's up is that. Up. Is that? Yep. Well, I, I tell you what though, if if that can happen in a short period of time to LeBron James, and people should uh, really consider how they evaluate any other basketball, evaluate any other basketball player that has a bad game or just any athlete period any athlete right (laughs) because you don't get no better than that and it still can happen to him yeah i mean kobe's you know i'm a big kobe fan but man he's had some stinkers the only thing about kobe is you know he just wait till the last minute and he'd make the the last one you know the, the thing about greatness is you don't achieve greatness without failure you don't it's just impossible Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of people have to understand and realize that there's going to be growing pains. There's going to be failures. Uh, the great ones, the difference between them uh, and the regular players or, or athletes is that after they fail, they still get up and take that same shot again. They still come to work the next day and their confidence is not wavered. That's the difference because something, those kind of things. You know, like we talked about before, with being an athlete and having confidence, uh, you can't get done on the court, the field, whatever you play, without having the proper confidence. And if you can, if your confidence is unshakable, that's half the battle right there with being successful. Now, obviously, God have to bless you with some talent and some skills and athletic ability and so on and so forth. But once you master having ultimate confidence in yourself, that's half the battle right there in sports. You agree, sir? Hundred percent, especially when you get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same, similar, you know, uh, abilities at a certain level. So once you get here, it's really yeah, confidence and and just like you said, confidence. Just know who you are. Mm-hmm. Ramel, you ever lose your touch on a shot and then have that confidence start to get shaky? Yeah, I mean, that's happened to everybody. Yeah, that's so what was the process kind of look like getting through that? Because, I mean, we see, like you said, we uh, see Clay Thompson go through shooting, those slumps. Like, at least shooting, like, five more until one goes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shoot, I'm going to keep shooting until one goes in. It Fair is what not. it is. If I, Unless I get taken out before I get another one up. <laughs> but I'm going to try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, there's, 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 uh, there's exceptions to that. And the reason, not really exceptions, but... This is, this is the rules that go along with that, that you have to put in the work and the practice off the court. Yeah, they have right? to see that. You You're can't just, you can't just be like, you don't, you ain't putting no extra work in, and all of a sudden you're like, I'm just going to get up these shots in the game. Right. right? You know what I'm saying? Once you prepare yourself for these moments, because you can prepare yourself as much as you want, the best you want, no matter what, and you're still going to have games where you can't hit nothing. Right? Now you still have the right to – continue to press it if you know that you put in that work and your teammates know you put in that work your coaches know you put in that work 
Now, they see you coming to practice, you know, a minute before practice every day. You leaving. You're not getting no shots up. You're not getting no extra work. And then you're doing – you have that mentality. That those two things don't go together. Work and that mentality goes together. So if you put your work in, you go, you got to live with it. You got to live and die with it. Yeah, that's fair enough. You got to live and die with it. Because I remember I, I used to never take threes, like, early on when I used to play basketball. I was just, again, I was always playing the five. I know uh-huh. I'm not, but C2, 6'2", <laughs> you'll, you'll make it as a five. Um, but yeah, I remember yeah. just taking a three and I made it and he's like, you're lucky you made that. Cause like, I would have been so mad yeah. because again, like I never took you, it. In you practice. don't practice it the or you don't do anything. Team yeah. wasn't ready for they me don't to expect you to shot. shoot it or anything. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's the, that's the exceptions to the rule, you know, but I think that's with anything. I don't think that's just shooting the basketball, you know, it's even in work life, everyday life. Um, you have to be prepared. You know, preparation is the key. Uh, preparation takes away all nervousness and, uh, not not pregame jitters. That's something different than being nervous, right? But when you're when you're prepared to play the game and you know you've done your work, now you're confident enough to just go out and live with the results, whatever they may be. And if you do the work, the percentages will lie more on the positive side than the negative. Even though that does not, by all by any means, eliminate some of the negative things that's going to happen because it's sports. It's, you, you're going to play bad or have a bad shooting night no matter how you prepare. Do you think that, like, with the analytics era that we're in now and how everything's gotten to advanced analytics and we – some people break that down, like, incredibly. Do you think sometimes coaches, maybe even players, look a little too deep into that and we're just going purely with the analytics instead of just trusting your eyes? I'm not an analytic guy. I think the analytics are the people who couldn't play. Um, and they, they have – you know, they put, a, they put their input on the game, which is – which can be effective. But me personally – uh, as a player, I mean, I'm just not big on analytics. If you notice the word analytics, you know, uh, the people who <laughs> who do them, I don't want to ask them to make a left-hand layup. Yeah, I just see it in times, you know, there'll be <laughs> NBA court and there'll be like this five-guy lineup gives us the best chance. And you'll see in the second yeah. half they'll bring that same group out. And I'm like, okay, true, but in this game, you know, yeah. whoever it may be, DeAndre Ayton, we'll say the Suns, he's been killing you. So yeah. why, keep him out there on the court. There's no need if he's killing them. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm always like overlook the analytics just for a game. That's how I think. But, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it can go either way. I mean, right, people people work and think in different ways. Like some of the best coaches, even some guys who played, are very high on analytics. And that's just a personal preference of how they go about coaching. What do you think, Mel? Yeah, it just depends on the coach. I feel like at the highest level, though, they definitely are really locked into the analytical side of it. So, uh, yeah. It must be something to it because it has to be. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, there's definitely pros. I'm not saying right. anti-analytics. There's definitely yeah. a good reason for yeah. it. I mean, they they base a lot of stuff off of it. So it does give a lot of people jobs too. Yeah, um, it does give you jobs, and and I think I think like if you said when you say analytics, I think on a pro level, um, I want to say that they lean more towards uh, percentages than necessarily analytics, even though they're kind of one and the same. But percentages, I think, is just a little bit more specific and why they use so analytical about it. Uh, because, like, for instance, if, let's say, DeAndre Jordan, who's who's historically not a good free throw shooter, mm-hmm. if that particular game he made 20 free throws in a row and then it comes down to an end where they have to pick somebody to shoot a tech to win the game, most coaches are still not going to pick DeAndre. Right. Because of percentages. Mm-hmm. Right? And, they, they, and then they could, you know, they, they'll live or die with it. They'll pick the best free throw shooter. They're still going to pick them. Wait. They're not. Oh, oh, oh. They're, they're not going to pick the, 
DeAndre's coach. If, yeah, okay. DeAndre's coach. Like, yeah, say if they had, you know, something yeah, happened, yeah. they had to pick who shoots the tech. Obviously, it's not going to be DeAndre. Right? It's not going to be him. He could he could be 20 for 20 that night, mm-hmm. and they're not going to pick him just based on percentages. Uh, and and then it's safe for their jobs as well because right? now these analytical things give give them reasons to go to their GM and whoever else is criticizing them and say, well, it's what the analytics say. It's a good point, right? Now it's, it's kind of it's kind of a scapegoat in certain scapegoat situations. To me, in certain situations. Do, do they ever break down like in uh, the locker room or meeting up with you guys, like looking at analytics? Is that like something that happens a lot at this level? A lot. Okay. Okay. What is that kind of? So are they like yeah. kind of giving you ideas of like, that's what that's why I'm over here quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my big mom. I can say whatever. I don't play no more. We yeah, we we do a lot of analytical stuff and okay. we big on percentages and things like that. Like we chart absolutely everything. Yeah. Like everything. Has that helped your game though? Because again, I feel like there are some definite pros. I mean, it definitely puts certain things in your mind to work on and understand what you got to improve on. So yeah, I would say it helps, but. Yeah, we were pretty big on analytics, so I'm over here quiet. <laughs> yeah, he'd be quiet, but I, I don't want I don't want my best shooter taking a shot and worrying about what his percentage gonna look like after mm-hmm. the game. Like if it's, uh, you know, I want you shooting free with free conscience and 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 the confidence to make the shot, not saying like if I miss a shot, my percentage is gonna be this or that. Yeah, That's I just want to feel like players can get like it, it can almost become like a head game for them if they dive too much. It's enough that they got enough numbers. to think about while you play. Exactly. Like you, I want you. I, I want you playing basketball free and natural, and not thinking as much. Uh, you know, like you said, pri- same. It goes back to the same thing with preparation. Like you do all your preparation in like uh, in practice, and you know whatever you need to do as far as your team, your schemes, your concepts, things of that nature. When you go in a game, you should you should have less things to think about because you've already prepared for that game and what you need to do. So I don't want you thinking about your numbers and your this and that. I just you just need to play. Yeah, and let them let them fall where they fall especially at the high school level <laughs> i say all levels yeah but, you know that's just me I'm, that's just how you know it's like you said it's just a personal opinion mm-hmm. uh, and my personal opinion is of that do they matter yeah they do matter do you not do you want your your eight percent three-point shooter shooting a bunch of threes no <laughs> but you know so there's a there's a little give and take there but that's just common sense that's not analytics <laughs> <laughs> All of the analytics sometimes to me is common. Sense. Yeah, that's just common sense. But yeah, I get what you're saying. What? How do you even get to this? What, I don't we, know. what were we even talking about? We, we went from. Man, how do we, we get might, to anything that know, we, we talk we, about on our show? Le- LeBron got snuck in there somehow. We, we somehow. <laughs> well, we had to dismiss analytics. that right away because it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a Ramel's typical LeBron conversation. So. Well, before we go to break, I do want to ask you guys this because I, I, this is my opinion. You know. But I, I think it's pretty disrespectful that the Phoenix Suns, but Vegas knows, but the Suns are the favorite now to win the NBA championship. It's not the Denver Nuggets. After all that trades went down, after, you know, uh, Drew Holiday goes on the moves to the Celtics, after all mm-hmm. that settles, at the end of the day, the Phoenix Suns are favored over the Denver Nuggets. So I want to ask you guys, you know, if you think that's fair. I shouldn't say fair, but just accurate. Because if, if you're. I think it's analytics, I think it's business. There's nothing to do with analytics or fair or anything. The NBA is entertaining, entertainment, and business. What players do you have on that team to market? We'll answer that next. Lloyds and Lincoln, I'm Harrison Ramel Lloyd Jr., Rock Lloyd Sr. We'll catch you guys after the break.